Yeah, it's funny. The first, the first episode, we actually had a really close friend of ours, and he works. He's like a managing partner at Coin Capital. We had him on, and he, the, the video stopped 17 minutes in. <gasps> and it was a great interview. No. It was great. Even afterward, he said, he's like, that, I thought that was amazing. Like, you, that was a great interview. And then we went back, more than half of it. Didn't even get. No. Yeah. yeah it was. So it was. Like I had. I, I didn't change anything. Like my storage was fine, but I had it on 4K. So uh, when you do 4K, it just takes up so, so much, much space. So yeah, I just stopped recording at like 20 minutes. <laughs> so give me the t like the highlight reel. What made it such a great interview before we start? Oh now God. <laughs> You know, I think it was. It was just. I mean, all of these are just conversation, right? I mean, yeah, it's just. Yeah. I, it was yeah, a good I conversation. He, we talked to stuff about stuff he didn't. It, it took us in direction like maybe his family, like growing up and I love that. Yeah. You know, hunting and some other things that you know what didn't necessarily talk about. When we talked about his company and what he did and stuff, but yeah. I don't know. He, I think he just felt like it was so smooth and it flowed well. Yeah, when you even though there's microphones and you're nervous and right. you're just thinking like, yeah. oh my gosh. Yeah, I was good. I love that. That's a okay. bummer. All right, you ready? Yeah, let's do this. Okay. Welcome to Pods and Pies. Our uh, fake sponsor today is the Pie Pizzeria. We gotta make them a real sponsor. Yeah, we do. For you. We do. <laughs> I've been tagging them on everyone and nothing that we use still? them, and I haven't they haven't said anything. So maybe and we they don't mentioned have a it every we'll beginning see. of the podcast. We'll Can see. we stalk the owner on LinkedIn? Yeah, we I'm do. Have but to. Actually, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. It's like, right. hey, all we want is one pizza a week. That's reasonable. Right. Just give us one, just one pizza a week. You know, I think. I mean, that's reasonable. What did we What did we get? Okay, so. Today, I got something that was a bacon chicken ranch. Oh, so yeah. that's, that's the girthy side. That's the calorie <gasps> side. This is a version of the margarita. Okay. Thin crust. So it's a thin crust, sprinkled mo mozzarella, yeah. you know, cheese. So this is, you know, there's no, kind of did both sides, but anyway, or both kind of sides of the spectrum. And we I'm, have we have Sydney Bruce on. Yeah. Yes, Sydney Thank Bruce. you. Thank you for having what, me. What pizza does Sydney want? Oh, I want baking. Chicken you want bacon? Ranch. Okay. Yes. Oh, it's good. That's good. I'm gonna go. Absolutely. I'm gonna go. Little thin crust here. That's my girl right there. All now, right. One, There's no one, shame in my eating. Game. The one thing is tough about the guests is I mean obviously they talk the most. So oh. it is hard to take bites, but just you know don't, don't hesitate to take some okay. bites. Yes, Danny and I will go through a whole pizza while we listen. Yeah. And I'm sure as people watch this podcast, they get annoyed that we just are constantly eating. Yeah. But we're but. just, we want to hear from you most of the time. But it is hard <laughs> to eat and tell us about yourself in, in this setting. Oh, man. What I like to do is take a bite. You just took a bite. You put the food to the side a little bit. Okay, that's the key. So you can talk okay. and chew. Because I have misophonia. Have you heard of that? No, you, it's that? a thing. Okay. It's <laughs> misophonia? Misophonia. It's like the hearing people eat will make me really angry. It gives you anxiety. Like no the sound way. Of it. But only like eating lunch, we're all eating. Like it doesn't bother me. But I have been in the office, like, and the apple, like, taking a bite, and then the, oh, oh. <laughs> dude, just <laughs> like just I'll hearing lose people. my mind. But what about when you're doing? Like, if you're eating an apple, oh yeah, you hear that, you're just nuts. like, I don't eat I apples this. like that. I I chop. Got to do the cutter. Oh yeah, Cafe Rio salads until they let you do the chopped lettuce. Yeah. Oh, I didn't eat it. It was too loud for me. I was like, I can't. I can't. And so if it's quiet in the office and you can hear somebody eating their lunch, yeah, and just, everybody oh, knows, and everybody yeah. knows, yeah. So everybody people walk by your office and they're like, hey, Sid. 
They don't want to see it. I'll hold out. They're Dude, like, yes. no. Oh and the gosh. celery. It's like, why? I, why? No. That's crazy. I didn't know that. I mean, I knew, you would assume that people would, yeah, they, they have pet peeves and annoyances, but that's a thing. Oh, yeah. My mom, my grandma were all that way, and we'll, like, text each other, you will never guess what this person <laughs> ate in a meeting today. <laughs> like, uh, so if we, if we want to torture you, we can pull up videos from YouTube okay. of just people eating food, mm-hmm. which I'm sure that there is let me, let me thousands ask you this one. and thousands mm-hmm. of those videos. Huge fights in my house over yeah. this, too. What about this one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that is? You I slurp. won't do it. You know I just wanted to see if that was one. Josh, my fiance, it's the slurping of the cereal. It's like a cereal, and then like he'll look at me and go... Okay. <laughs> so he knows he's doing oh, it. Oh, yeah, and he just laughs. I'm like, okay. dude, I'm in a... That's amazing. Okay. Mm. What's what's it called again? Misophonia. 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 Mm-hmm. Misophonia. That sounds... It sounds made you, up, uh, but it's break that word down in the uh, Greek, like Greek meanings and the words. Phonia. Phone? Phonia? Yeah. I'm sure, yeah. No, I don't, and I don't know how to spell it, so... <laughs> <laughs> There's that. <laughs> okay. If you could pick one friend... Mm. And two other people, it doesn't matter who they are, real life, not real life, to be your team in the Hunger Games, mm. who would you pick? One. Mm. You get one friend, and then one, it could be a fictional character, not, mm-hmm. I mean, just whoever you want. So you're saying one friend and one. And two, so three total. One three friend, total. two other fictional, non fictional, whatever characters. Somebody famous. And so you're going to be a team of four in the Hunger Games. You're going to be a team it, of four in the Hunger Games. So we're a team because, like, in yep. the Hunger Games, like you yeah, kill each is, other, so I don't have to kill series. them. Yeah, okay, this is okay. team so they series. change the rules. Yeah. Right. And then but, you're. But for now, from the same district could win. Yeah. I do. That was they, like my, the only like, thing I remember from the Hunger Games. They threw a wrench but, in there. But with for us. now, it's yeah, it's your, it's a four four man team. A four man team. Yep. Well, for sure, I would take my dad. Okay. He is like a hunting, shooting, tracking freak of nature. Okay, that's good. Oh my goodness, who else would I take? Well, your this fiance is, is out, so that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> right, we know that because hey, He'd be like, he's a real person. <laughs> you just took your dad, so we know. What, hey. Yeah, Josh doesn't hunt as much. No, my dad does. I'd probably take my dad and one of my brothers, my dad and Cameron. Right. Oh, but a fixed, a made-up person. I feel like I need like a survival expert. Yeah. Like um, maybe like one of the winners of Naked and Afraid that show. Like they would know what oh, to yeah. do with the plants and what stuff. What was the other I one? Wouldn't. Alone. Alone. Oh my gosh. Have you, like, ever seen, you ever seen Alone? No. It's the same, but they're not naked. Yeah. But these okay. dudes are like. It's real. I it's mean, it's legit. like they drop seven people off into Alaska. Let's say. Yeah. This last and, one was what? Antarctica. Yeah. And they. They drop them off and they say, okay, the last person to, if you call us and want to get out, you're yeah. done. Yeah. The last person standing, however long it take, it could take a year. It could take five days. It doesn't matter. The last person wins $500,000. So there was one that they were like, it was, I don't know. The one I saw was, I think Canada or Alaska or something like that. And it was got, it got getting cold. They have to build their own shelter, find their own food. Now they can take items. Okay. Right. You get ten, 10 items. It was mm-hmm. 79 days the guy ended up staying there. And he wa- and he doesn't know who goes home. Like You don't yeah, know if no other idea. people are going home or not. You're just like, I'm lasting. And the only time you know is when they come to you and say, you've won. 
and you just sit there and last. But you have to, in but order to stay there, though, as well, is you have to find enough food to survive, right? Because yeah. yeah. they have medical checks come out, and they're like, hey, we think you've lost too much weight for your own good. You're out. Yeah. So if you're not getting, you're not getting fats getting, yeah. and proteins and stuff that you need, you're done. Mm, okay. Okay, so I adjust my answer. I would take my dad. I'd take the winner of that. <laughs> and then I'd take for sure some kind of superhero. I'm not sure which one, though. Like, who do I think could really kill some people on my team? You know, they got to be Well, legit. who's invincible? That's the thing. Would you take Hulk? That's good. Well, or I don't know. Look at Infinity Wars. They all die at the end. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That'd be Thanos fun. with the glove? But if you... Yeah. Because he would... You might need someone He evil. might turn on you. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Thanos yeah. might be a good one. Because you Thanos need was someone... like half good, though. Remember, he was doing it because he thought he was doing... He thought he was doing the universe good. Yeah, like he's killing like, everybody. Like Hitler. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I, I probably should not say that, but it's true. No, <laughs> yeah, no, it's no. very true. <laughs> I mean, very yeah, true. you need someone with like a little bit of a twisted mind that could do the killings for you, you yeah. know? Yeah. You know who, who came to mind for me? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have a friend, Shane. Yeah, Shane. We have a friend. Shane Knight Day. Shane Knight Day. Shane Knight Day. Shane Day. I know him. You know Shane Day? Yeah, he's like a bodybuilder now, yeah. right? Dude, we well, went to middle you know, school together. No, I mean, we you go didn't. Way back. Where well, did you grow I, you know I haven't seen now. him since Alta. We went to Alta High School together. He's a Green Beret. I'm a hawk. You are. Maybe that's why. You, um, hmm. All right. Yeah. I went to Alta for just a minute, and then I went to Park City. So okay. I get when? everyone's like, I don't know which school's so, snobbier, but it wasn't me. <laughs> I'm like, I know. Yeah, they when did you graduate? It's, you know, if you don't want to say, you can tell me after. I'll tell you when I, I was, and you can just say, <laughs> okay, I was 03. I was 08. <laughs> okay, so I'm... Okay. Yeah, so you're not too much older than me. Yeah. Okay. yeah, okay, so how do you guys know him? Small Lake City, let me yeah. tell you. I know. Well, we just, we know him from the gym. Okay. So we yeah. met him at our CrossFit gym that we, that we go to, and yeah, he's a badass. Yeah, he's, a he's total like badass. SEALs now. So yeah, he's a special force. He's, a, he's military special forces. Yeah. And like, this dude is like... Yeah, that take, is. I would take him in a second. I could see that. I've yeah. heard that. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen him since we graduated, but we were like buds. That's cool. Like through, I went to we'll middle tag school him. and high see school. See if he does we'll LinkedIn in the military. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably not. It's like, shame, man. We'll put him on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I love that guy. I wouldn't want to be in the Hunger Games. That would be miserable. Be nervous. That would be. Ugh. We can. So hold on. Why, again, your dad? What? My dad. <laughs> so where, where did you, where'd your dad grow up? So he was originally from Montgomery, Alabama. Oh my gosh! Yes. And then, um, he, like when he was in his mid-teens, he moved to California, and then he got a full ride to play s football at the U. And so he's just never left. So that's. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but he's a freak of nature. This man, like. <laughs> What's what? his name? His name's Robert Bruce. Robert, Robert Bruce. Bruce. Robert oh my Bruce. Gosh, dude. I know. That's I know. Great. He's so funny. That he's sounds like, like a guy that would just like tear you apart on the field. Yeah, he look. Yeah, he like is. Bruce, two Bruce, first double, names. double zero. Hold on, no, I don't want to mess with anybody with two first names. <laughs> he gets that it's like, all the no. time. Like, no, like, dude, I, you call him what first name, last name. You're you're, you're screwed. He's yeah. just like he doesn't mess around, but he just he's like the king of hobbies. I'm telling you. <laughs> he is is your fiance scared of him? Oh yeah, everyone's oh, yeah. scared of him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Shane could probably tell you some scary stories of my dad. Like he's just we'll oh yeah. Him. He's, my dad is no joke. He's, you know, he rodeos. He's got five horses at our house. So he's a no team way. roper and team ropes like right in the front and hunts and does all this stuff. Like 
It's just, he's just not what you would expect at all. I mean, yeah. he's he's black, right? And he's yeah. a black team roper. So that in and of itself, like you don't really see very very many black people. So on where rodeos. did he meet your mom? So my parents are divorced, which is but, funny. Okay. She was like BYU, like her family's from Burley, Idaho. My okay. dad's from Montgomery, Alabama, uh-huh. and they met here. Okay, so, they met here. Yeah, they met now here. Now divorced. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. But I mean, you couldn't get much different. Where's your right? mom at right now? She's in Harriman. She just lives right okay. up the street from me. Yeah. And my dad's in Draper. But I think having such a crazy diverse background has made me better professionally because my whole I life, bet. right? Like Thanksgivings were completely different. Like just even the holidays. Oh, I mean, I at my yeah. dad's family just, and the food too, like greens and fried chicken and baked mac and cheese. And then it's very casual. And my mom's is like, you know, we eat at 4.30 and we're all dressed up. And <laughs> Jello. Yeah, Jello oh, salad. Yes. Just With like fruit so in it. Why do we put fruit in the Jello? <laughs> oh, damn it. Yeah, Jello salad. I haven't mastered that one. In I Utah County. There's no need to. <laughs> no need Holy. to master that ever. Mm-mm. Yeah, don't master that. Bruno potatoes, though. Yeah, those are I'm delicious. proud of those. I'll take that and fry delicious. sauce. Delicious, yeah. From Utah. Yeah, <laughs> fry <laughs> sauce. Change, so change the world. You've grown Fry up in Utah. Have you lived anywhere else? Mm-mm. Okay. Always Utah. Went to Alta, Park City. Mm-hmm. College? I didn't. Okay. No. I did so, a little bit. I worked at a university, but I didn't finish and just hustle. <laughs> no, hey. I, <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. I probably, I mean, had it not been for sports, I probably, I don't know if I would have gone to college. Mm. I probably wouldn't have finished. Yeah, maybe. But I mean, sports took me out. I don't know. Both of us, basketball took us through college. Both of you played basketball. Where at? I played at Slick. Okay. Uh, for two years, and then kind of finished finished up at UVU. I didn't pl- finish my playing. I didn't finish playing at UVU, but did some student assisting and some basketball stuff there. But yeah, I played at Westminster. Okay. Okay. Great. I have but, a yeah. I have a hard time with school. I'm not, I'm all about education. I think you should always be trying, you should always be getting smarter. Always. It yeah. should never be stagnant, right? And um, You don't need a degree for that, though. You don't. And I see, so I worked in financial aid at a for-profit university. So I would see all these people go into thousands of dollars of debt to have a job that's going to pay $50,000 a year. You're never going to be able to pay that back. And I just was like, I'm not doing it. Yeah. I'm not going smart in so much debt you know and then life happens and the next thing you know <laughs> i haven't gone <laughs> but um yeah it's hard yeah i don't want yeah. Oh. yeah where did you start your career like i saw that you did some accounting i did i kind of okay. started in the finance side of things and okay. then that's i think where a lot of people end up in hr right like more and more things kind of get piled on i would say my first really big girl job was <laughs> probably Jack Fisher Homes, which was a builder up in northern Utah, and I worked in the finance department, and I think that's where I got my first exposure to HR, really. And I was like, okay, this is really what I want to do. And so it just kind of kept leading me down that path. Till I'm are they now. still around? Yeah, they Jack are. Fisher, okay. So Jack Fisher Homes is around. I left there. I worked at CenturyLink, which was a really amazing opportunity. It was a union environment, which I had never worked in. And so a lot of the HR functions came down to the management level, and it blew my mind <laughs> working in a union. It was so difficult. But one of the partners that was at Jack Fisher at the time, he was like, hey, I'm doing my own thing. Do you want to come back and kind of run this HR and be the person? Her name was Ruth Hill. She was unreal. I learned so much from her. 
but she was staying at Jack Fisher. He's like, do you want to come and do that here? And it was just kind of the kickoff to exactly what I wanted. And I'd had all this experience and knew I was, you know, that was the route I was going to go. And so I think that kind of started my path. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that first time at Jack Fisher, did you do any HR then or was it all kind of in the finance side? It was all out in the finance and I just learned a lot from her. It was okay. super small. So like the majority of my career has been in small businesses. And so I could see all the projects that she was working on. She was a dear friend and mentor to me. So I was able to just kind of piggyback and learn yeah. from her and help her on the things that she needed. So, yeah. yeah. So centrally, were you doing HR stuff? Okay. Yeah, all like recruiting and they were doing like an onboard and then in the union environment it's so different because oh, just ev- everything about the union environment is so different. So yeah, with the recruiting it was down, it was centralized at, you know, at our location and then any kind of employee relations things happened through your union managers and your mm. your management team. There was no like real HR that was part of it HR was um, centralized like on the East Coast somewhere and so yeah. I don't even think that there was an HR department at our building I could be wrong don't quote me but I never saw them <laughs> so yes I handle all of that <laughs> okay CenturyLink and then back mm-hmm. and I started working with CW group and that was really awesome I started I was the third employee kind of helped build that? that up it's um it's a developer so cw group um they kind of have three divisions actually one is in southern utah and they do like second homes vacation homes down there and then the other division is up in northern utah and they do a lot of like really cool urban infill so lots of really rad projects like all throughout downtown salt lake just like we were talking about Seattle, but like yeah. we went and toured some projects there and we're bringing them back to Salt Lake City. So just that different lifestyle. So we do that and land development all all around, you know, throughout Utah. So it was fun. But yeah, so that I did that. And yeah. then I started my own company, Mod HR. So I did that. Which for is two. what? Tell us about that. Yeah. So Mod <laughs> HR, I noticed in the... <laughs> In the construction world and the building world, it's really small. So when you start doing something for one person, it's like, oh, how are you doing that for other people? And you just kind of help out. And so with Mod HR, it's, it's a fractional HR company. And so I would stand in for businesses that were like mm, 50 or less, not quite ready to have a full-time HR, but you still manage people. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter if you're at 50 or if you're at 10, you're going to have employee relations issues and you need that help. So it was outsourced HR and I just helped a lot of my focus was primarily on small business and every was a client of mine and I worked with them for about a year and a half and then they talked me to come in on full time. So that's what I've been doing. Okay. Up until so now. are you still doing stuff yeah. with mod? Yeah, I do still do stuff with Mod. Okay. Yeah. So is that short for anything? Does that stand for anything? Uh, I think, no, not really. Maybe modern. I guess I definitely am a progressive HR person. So if you ever want any HR advice, that's like, it's a <laughs> don't come to me. I'm <laughs> not your girl. <laughs> like, not definitely. the traditional Yeah, HR. not the traditional. Definitely. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So still doing Mod at yeah. Every. So how long have you been at Every? About six months now. Okay. Yeah. And how do you love that there? I like it a lot. Yeah, I think I'm actually going to end up doing some more consulting with them and back on the HR. It's a tech startup. So for me, it's like you think you're going to have this need in tons of HR, but really it's more customer success focus is what I've been doing for the last six months, which is great. But I know my passion is human resources. Yeah. So I think I'm going to start doing more consulting and bit, um, pick up more clients on the mod HR side, which is exactly what I want. Which good. Is good. Yeah. Well, tell us about tell us about every. Every, what they do. Yeah, they do some cool stuff. They do some That's cool stuff. So they, I, yeah, I love that idea. So founded by Ron Ross, and he is 
like one of the coolest dudes I've ever met. Um, Has he been involved with other projects before this? Like anything that we yeah, like Skull Candy, Teens. Oh, Skull Candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Our CEO is Brett Barlow. He was with Pluralsight for a really long time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. CFO is Tyler Ploger, and he's just a genius. Like he's just awesome. So a really, really cool executive team. But every what they do, it's a payroll processing company and um, how they kind of set themselves apart is they give employees the ability to choose their flexibility on their pay. So you need to pay daily, weekly, or on your company's pay cycle. And then there's no change to the cash flow for the companies if they choose to have their employees have that ability to, you know, pick their paydays. And so I think it's rad. I mean, there's no, companies have to have payroll no matter what. So nothing changes on their cash flow side. They don't have to front that fund so their employees you know, can have access to that money sooner. So it's just, it's a win-win all the way around. And I think, especially in this pandemic, when people have one job or every, you know what I mean? Just having access to capital really changes. Before you mentioned, there's like 30, 20 to 30 employees. Yeah, Yeah, we're like 23, I think, yeah. And all developers. The majority Majority of them are developers. Yeah, yeah. And right now they're all basically working from home. Yeah, everybody's working from Which home. Develop, it just seems like developers love that. I know. They just want to like jam out with their Yeah, get wired in and just, and just like programming and like yeah. no, I don't I don't need to be in the office with anybody. Yeah. Developers just, probably, you know, different type of culture. This is yeah. it. You need pizza and an energy drink and your computer. Yeah. And and <laughs> headphones. And headphones. And your, and your, and your gold. Oh, I've seen the movies. I'm sure the movies are exactly a dark, like, yeah, a dark basement. Yeah. They're all the same. They, they, they got made up names. I mean, they probably, you know, they got their screen names and, mm-hmm. you know, they, and go by, they, go, they go by aliases and in their world. And their, oh, yeah. I so, need an alias. That's what I need. <laughs> I need to come up with one. Yes. Like a superhero name. Something like that. Yeah. Like maybe, mm, I don't know. I'm always saying that Cardi B is like my, that's my, that's like my like bad side. alter ego? Sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right? Like in the day, I'm Sydney Bruce HR leader. And by but night, by I'm night? a stripper from the Bronx. So like, <laughs> That's great. I wish I could be her. Sydney B. Sydney B. Sid B. Sid B. I probably should not admit that, but I just. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, hey. This is, you can feel you free. Can this, is this is a safe you space. Can you can borrow Danny's hat for Thank your you. alter ego. Do you know what? I have a hat that's very similar to that. It's just white. Not surprised. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? Um, <laughs> I tease him about his hat. I'd say it's his wife's hat all the time. Like yeah. He 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 raids his wife's wardrobe sometimes. And I'm sometimes. saying you've got like East Coast swag. You don't have Utah swag. I'll take. Thank you. That's a compliment. It. That's totally a compliment. It is a compliment. I think yeah. every everybody in Utah dresses the same. Tr- they trust look the me. Same. We talk about it with us friends. Mm-hmm. None of us could pull off what he pulls off. It's amazing what he does. It's he's got this. It's the swag. It's it's amazing. It's great. But your swag does not come through in your LinkedIn picture. You look nothing like that. Nothing. I don't think so. I think oh. you look like he more doesn't. Like, you do. He looks like little, the normal. He doesn't look like the real Danny like, Reader. Like when I saw your, I was like, okay, yeah, insurance broker. I see that. And then I meet you, and I'm like, oh, you're an insurance broker from yeah. New York, or. <laughs> I, I, well, I got to update my picture then. Yeah. Yeah. Or I got to get some some East Coast swag in there <laughs> somehow. Yeah, <or> Nashville. <laughs> Something. Nashville. <laughs> yeah. No, that hat just says Nashville to me. Um, how many people 
do you, I mean, do you have statistics on how many people like take that getting paid every day? Is that popular? Yeah. Yeah. It's really I feel popular. like it'd be weird every day to be like, you would oh, think look. so, Does right? it cost more money? It does, the employee gets paid yeah. no matter what, the same amount. Mm-hmm. It's not what like about, you, you opt in every day and then you're getting like, uh, I take a little bit out. Yeah. If your salary, you're going to get the same pay every yeah. single day. Hourly, what about processing payroll though? Cause it, that's so where easy. people yeah. get charged, right? It's to process payroll. So if you have to process it every day, is that That's such a expensive? good question. We do it so different. We don't charge per payroll run that you process. We charge per month that you have, that you pay people. So if you've got, okay. if you pay, yeah. So that's what our billing system is like. So you can do, which is awesome because you can do bonuses or you could run a whole bunch of ad hoc payments. You're not going to be charged for every single payroll process that you're going to have. Yeah. It's just that one month of how many people did you pay that month gotcha. is what your charge is going to be. Okay. And so I think, uh, yeah, I thought it was going to be really, and I'm like, okay, well, I'll be on daily pay and we'll see what it's like. It changes the way you budget your money for sure. Does it? Oh yeah. When I'm like, you see your daily, I'm like, okay, I worked for this amount and that is in your account. It's like, mm, do I want those shoes? It's really clearly half of my whole day yesterday. Was it worth it? Yeah. <laughs> no, like no. you change the way you budget and you think about money. So it's a good thing. It's a good. I like it. Yeah. Okay. I've saved way more money being paid daily yeah. than I have. And there's stats around that too, that if you get paid more frequently, but less, you'll save more money than if you get paid less, but more. Interesting. It's strange, right? That is strange. I think you get a lump sum in your account, and if you make big charges, it doesn't, like, it doesn't affect. It doesn't phase it. you yeah, as much, yeah, right? yeah. But you see it, and it's like that one day. Oh yeah, my. I don't know if my fiance would agree that my shopping habits <laughs> have decreased, but I definitely think they have. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Gotta try. I should try that. Yeah, get a bite there. Mm-hmm. Um. So does every, so besides the payroll, because a lot of payroll companies do other, you know, they have whole HRIS systems. Mm-hmm. Are you guys in that space at mm-hmm. all? I'd say we're like HRIS light. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I just took a big bite. That's gross. No, that's, that's, that's the point. Yeah. That's part of the, that's part of the deal. Actually. Yeah. Just you get to chew, chew it up. Eat. You talk with your mouth full. Mm-hmm. You do, yeah. you know, you do stuff that your parents didn't want you to do as a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep Story it. of my life, my mom would be like, oh yeah, that's. Elbows on the table, <laughs> all of it. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, yeah, I'd say we're HRS light. Um, I think it's going to grow and evolve and have more things right now. We're really like payroll heavy. So, and they're, you know, it's exciting having a bunch of developers though, because you can listen directly to what the customers are saying to you and quickly tweak and turn and fix and update and change. And so that's been really exciting to see. Yeah. It's like any other, what other pieces besides payroll right now? Mm-hmm. Are you guys doing? Because mm. you're kind of on the light side, mostly payroll, but like what else? Yeah. I sign up as a every client. What yeah. am I going to get? Yeah. So the flexible pay and pay on demand and all of that. And then they do HR advising. So I had that team up as well. So yeah. all of the premier, premium clients that also have that flexible pay get HR advising. And so they can call me and ask me questions. There's certain clients that I have that, you know, have first time managers and I'm having conversations about how to terminate your first employee. Right. Okay. Or, you know, what should your recruiting strategy be? Or the most common question I got over the last few months is, uh, I can't get my employees to come back to work because they're making more on unemployment. What Uh, do I do? How do we fix this? 
And, you know, a lot of our companies are small businesses. So they were under that 50 employee mark. So they'd never had like FMLA. Yeah. And then FFRCA came out with COVID and they're like, whoa, what the hell? Like, yeah. What do we, what do we do? Oh, you're <laughs> yeah. fine. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. What do we do? Like how do I've never had to do this before? And what do these tax credits look like? And, you know, just things that they had never had to experience or, you know, have to work through. So that's kind of been the most HR advising I've done over the last few months. How yeah. to handle those things. Hmm. Is the goal and hope for every to get into that full suite, yeah. like a full Ben admin inside? They they want to move that direction. Know. I don't think that they're going to move that direction to have their own internal Ben admin. We partnered with Employee Nav just recently, okay. And so I think the different integrations there, and that's always I'm interested to know your take on Ben admins because Employee uh, Employee Nav was like the the thing. And now there's all these other ones that are kind of popping oh, up and coming well, out. There's a million out there. And I did like, so many. okay. So many. So many. But some of them are really expensive. Some of them are really expensive. Yeah. But others, like an employee navigator, like an employee navigator for what you get is, I think, is great. We use it. Yeah. We yeah. have like three at, so we. that we use in our mm-hmm. office. Um, but yeah, employee navigator, I mean, for what you get, and the, the price yeah. is great. It's great. I'm always shocked to see businesses that are still on paper forms. Like oh, we're right? still going through, I'm like, you're doing your open enrollment on paper. Like, yeah. Oh, no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite, yeah. There's still some out there though. Oh, yeah. did you always know you wanted to be an insurance? Oh no. Were you like, this is my dream? <laughs> That's, I don't think insurance is anybody's dream. I don't know. I know a couple of people where I'm like, dude, this was your life. Like I knew you were. Maybe, yeah. I take that back. Maybe there's like, especially like in the underwriting world, oh, I think there's yeah. some people that are just like, it's like, you know that scene in um, The Hangover when they go to the casino and the numbers are flying in front of his yes. face? Like, that's like an underwriter to me. It's like they just see it and they're like, okay, I can do it. You know, I get this. It makes sense. But I, I don't, I'm not sure insurance is ever. No. no. How did you end up in it? So I come from an accounting. That was my degree was okay. accounting. Okay. So I did taxes and stuff for a while. Um, and then I moved over to a small family friends company. Okay. And started there. Um, actually, I got laid off from the accounting and then started there just as a filler. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of blossomed. So I started doing sales and stuff like that. Um, my father-in-law has been at Morton for 20 years. Oh, wow. Maybe 17 years. Mm-hmm. And so there was an opening. Um, so I just applied and was like, yeah, let's see how it goes. Here it is. Yeah. And here, I mean, yeah, I never thought like when I graduated college, like, I'm going to get an insurance. And I'm going to be a producer. It's going to be great, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but... I don't know. It's fun. I mean, it's good. But yeah. Anyways, we digress. We're not talking about me. We're talking about you. I'm really good at that. Yeah, <laughs> you really, you really turned the tables there. One thing, hey, one thing I wanted to make sure we ask is your side project. Because uh, we talked about this a little bit before you were here. Yeah. And, and this is important. Which so. one? Let's face it. Yes. Oh yeah, we're gonna oh, get there. Okay. Okay. Good. That. I know that was. On, I, I was. Just, I was assuming that was on the Come list. On. I just oh, yeah, want to make sure that we don't get to the point where. No, you know, we're, we're running way over time anyway. It's getting there. It's getting there. <laughs> so <laughs> every, you just got series A. Yeah. How long ago? Oh, yeah, really? Like in February, it closed at the end of February, I believe. Oh, like wow. 10, 10 million. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. since that point, how much have you guys grown? Like oh, have you brought on a lot or is it just kind of those developers now just really honing in and just honing making in. the software better. Yeah, honing in and making the software better. I think they're really being, they're super strategic about not just throwing people at problems, like let's be strategic and then align. 
Um, and so there hasn't been a ton of people growth. There hasn't been a lot. I think we've brought on maybe four people or so since I've started. Um, but the pro yeah, it's just tons of energy and resources to the product engineering team to really develop and get it to the next level. And it's cool to watch. It's yeah. really cool to see the behind the scenes on that side. It's like another language to me. Totally different company than yeah. you've ever been involved with. Yeah. yeah. And I'll sit down with them, you know, and it's like translating from me to the developers. And we just think so differently. And it's so cool to kind of go through that process with them and brainstorming. And it's been really, it's been cool to see behind the scenes. Is there going to be, at least that you know of, plans for like a Series B? I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, not Do they sure. feel like they're in a pretty good spot right now? Yeah, I think they're in a pretty good spot right now. I don't. I haven't heard any talks of that or that we're going for that. Um, yeah, I don't. I'm probably not the best for. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anytime soon. I think Let's a lot put of times. That I, I think a lot of times that is in the plan. Yeah, yeah, there's, I think there's so. There's a few rounds, uh, you know, a few rounds of you know, some type of race, but. Uh, That'd yeah. be interesting to see how they go. Yeah, it will be cool. Where are you guys at? Where's your office at? So we were at Kiln, which was cool for me because my office for Mod HR was at Kiln, so I didn't oh, do anything. Didn't I just, just like yeah. walked around the corner. Yeah. I'm like, hey yeah. guys, I'm here now. Um, but we're 100% remote right now. Okay. Yeah, we just did a survey, and um, the majority of our people were like, yeah, we kind of like being at home. But we would love to have the option to go in if we can. So we went from a you know a really large office there at Kiln, and we're just kind of doing a hot desk situation now where people can come in if they need to, get away from their screaming kids and crazy dogs, in my case, and all sorts of yeah. stuff. So, so how yeah, does that affect good. you, right, being the HR? Yeah. Like if problems come up or meetings, like are you guys all completely Zoom? Do you guys ever get together to... Yeah. Yeah, talk strategy and how you're We doing. haven't lately. We've been doing the majority of things via Zoom. I went to lunch with Tyler yesterday, which is the first time I'm like, dude, you're a person. Oh, it's nice great. to see you. <laughs> but we, yeah, it's been all remote. We do our meetings that way. I think the executive team goes in um, and has their meetings on Tuesdays, sometimes in person, but the majority have been at home. And it's so, you know, we want to be super cautious of people. Right feelings and we've proven that we can be successful and get things done in a remote environment so if you don't feel comfortable like you know there's no need we're doing good yeah do you get the feeling that people want to start coming back I get the feeling that it is mixed okay and not and I mean that from like even outside of every right like just in general when you're talking about this it is a hot button topic and people either feel really jazzed, like, okay, yeah, we're good and we can come back. Or people are like, oh my hell, no way. There's a resurgence in COVID. I'm not going back, you know? And I think our employees have been pretty like, yeah, we're good with, well, I think we've got people on both sides of that fence. Like, there's no big deal. Let's go back and hell no. And we, we all hope soon the day is, well, the day is coming, who knows how soon, I guess is a good way to put it. They, COVID will not be a reason to stay home. I know. Even though you, all these companies, employers have figured out ways to allow you to stay home. Yeah. But before, there wasn't, there wasn't a reason, a good reason for you to do that. Yeah. Now, now the good thing, I think they've seen some employees still perform the same way that they, they have, they've done at home that they would at the office, so they trust them. Yeah. And they're like, okay, we, we can figure this out and allow people to do this, but... When COVID is not an excuse anymore, it's going to be interesting to see employers and how they react I to their know. employees. I know. How, it's they, how they really start, for, I think they're going to start forcing, not in a bad way, but really kind of forcing them back. I think so. They, I, think so. I just think they, 
I think the I think the economy needs it because you can't have just vacant commercial space. Yeah, I think our commercial <laughs> because everybody's like, oh, we don't need we don't need three floors. We need one floor. Yeah. Well, every company can do say that, and next thing you know, I don't know. There's just weird, weird little thing, little dominoes. Be interesting yeah. to see how it unfolds over the next year. I see a lot of people looking at the financial gains of that as well. Like, well, I'm not going back and paying X amount for renting yeah. an office space. Company everybody saves is money. Completely happy. Yeah. So let's invest those in, those funds into something else. But it will be interesting to see what happens to the commercial real estate market yeah. Yeah. and if it's going to have. You know, I think there's people that are either one way or the other on this issue, and so I think they're going to. It's going to yeah. be a challenge. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy because you have like your plural site who just built that massive building, yeah. right? Divi has their building, their new one. Podium has their one next door that they had to add to. Yeah. yeah. Like there's construction everywhere. These people building their own stuff, but everybody's right. working from home. Yeah. I it'll, think, I think it'll be, I think it'll be a good opportunity for new, <laughs> new businesses to start. I think people will start their own, like they're going to be work from home. They're, I don't know. I just... I think there's going to be a lot of new small businesses over the next more more than you've seen the last maybe five years. The next five years is going to be a big big surge. Do you think that's just because like you're at home, you're getting creative, you're trying to yeah, absolutely. Like you're not, no one's looking over your shoulder, and you're like, okay, let me talk to my buddies, and we can do it just fine, and not worried about people. You know, let's just start our own company. Let's leave. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's going to be cheap office space. It's easier, or you know, like we don't even need an office to start a company. We can all just we can do this remotely. We can do that. It's easier to take like your psychedelics when you're at home. That's true. When you don't have to be in the so office, true. you just be like, I have this brilliant idea. <laughs> yeah. Your stoner ideas. Yeah. yeah smoking weed, like, they're not going to drug test me. Yeah. We're them home. <laughs> they're not going to. Yeah. Until a vaccine uh, comes that's out. That's a whole here. nother podcast. <laughs> Is marijuana a drug or not? <laughs> I cannot wait for the day that I'm what did you say this smoking was? weed. It's weed. Oh, it's no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weed pizza. <laughs> Is yeah. that why I'm so giggling? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Yeah, that's a whole another podcast, especially there's so many weird topics for people who live in Utah that you could really talk about, you know, over, you know, open my, it was kind of in the podcast setting. It's just, it, yeah, it there's just, just take you so many, and it's funny, outside, people outside of Utah might not find it as interesting as a lot of people within, you know, just. Oh, yeah, our these, little weird dynamics oh and the gosh. little, tw- yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. So bizarre. Mm-hmm. So bizarre. Mm. No, yeah, people know what yeah. people think we're so bizarre because we are bizarre. Because we are. <laughs> Lived in Utah my whole life. <laughs> yep. So have I. And then I started traveling a lot, like mid twenties. And I was, then that's when I really realized how weird Utah is. I'm like, <laughs> oh. But then I was like, okay, I really love it here. I yes. love it. That's yeah, true. It's amazing. At the same time, we have some really weird cultural twerks. Yeah, it's very weird, but Tweaks. it's very awesome. That's not. No. It's a great place. <laughs> it, and it, right it, now, it's during a full spectrum COVID, mm-hmm. right? It's a great place to no, absolutely have your business. Mm-hmm. You'd rather be here than it. Oh, there's a lot yeah. of places I do not want to be. Oh, I'm glad yeah. I'm not in a different state than Utah. Oh my COVID. goodness, I know. And there's so much that you can go outdoors and just quickly do. You can be in the mountains in 30 minutes. Yeah. Well, that's the other industry that I can't wait to see. You could not find a trailer or an RV anywhere no. all summer long. No. No. So I'm like, that. what's it going to look boats? like next year? Mountain if bikes? Get, yeah, you can't find anything. No. Nothing. You can't find anything. So when they get a vaccine or everything starts to go back to normal and people are like, they're going to sell <laughs> all their toys that they just went and bought. It's yeah. going to be, that market's going to be completely flooded. Yeah. It's going to be, be interesting to see. That's when I'll go buy my trailer. <laughs> that's right. I know. Yeah, that's I almost game. fell into <laughs> the ride. Almost did it. We almost pulled the trigger and I was like, well... I'll wait till next year. Let's wait till everybody's selling theirs. I have to get rid of them. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go for it. So what are your thoughts on the remote work office? Like, do you, do you want an office? 
I want a mixture. I think I you think like I'm, the flex. I like the flex. I like the flex. I am. Um, I'm realizing as I'm getting older, I'm getting less and less extroverted, and so I really enjoy less being less extroverted. Oh yeah. Okay. Like if you knew me, middle school till maybe like 25, wow. you would be like, "Whoa, Sydney is not even the same person." I'm like loud, obnoxious, and I don't. I think I'm still probably that way a little bit, but yeah, I'm getting more and more introverted, and so for me. I think the flex would work and I think, you know, it gives you that both, like I can be at home and not have to talk to anyone and don't leave my house, but I can also go into the office and I see a lot of people that are going towards that and that's what I get from, you know, our employee base is they want that flexibility in their schedules and in their locations and I think financially it kind of makes a lot of sense for businesses to have that and maybe a smaller footprint. Yeah, Um, smaller one I think for sure, I mean it's... But you miss so much. In, oh, yeah. Like, there's a lot. Ooh. Like, I love working from home, but I hate it sometimes, too. And you can't, like, I'll just say one of my one of my weaknesses is, like, I have a hard time sugarcoating emails or, like, fluffing or fluff. And so sometimes people will think I'm kind of being an asshole because I'm just, like, <laughs> d- 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 like hey, straight to the point. I need you know? this. But if yeah. I was standing in front of you and I said it, it wouldn't be It wouldn't as, be like that. Yeah, and people, everybody has that struggle, right? It's yeah. really hard in the written word. And so I see that cultures struggle struggle with remote, so you have to be super focused on that. Yeah. Just those little things can really throw it off. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Where do you fall? Are you, like, remote or in person? Um, I like getting, I like being in the office. Yeah. But I also, so our office is in Salt Lake. Okay. But I live in Harriman. Okay. So that's a drive. Yeah. yeah so yeah. these guys obviously are right here in, in Bluffdale. So on days that I don't have to be the office, I just come here. Yeah. That makes sense. So it's, I mean, I just, I like being out. But I like being in the office because it's nice to communicate with the account managers and underwriting. Yeah. But that drive is. is yeah, it sucks. Of, it sucks. I live in Harriman but, as well. So I okay. was driving from Harriman to Kilman. It's like, oh. Yeah. So hard. But yeah, I, I so like being hard. in the office. I just, being remote, I think is, I don't know. I just don't like it as much. It is hard. I it's like, nice to be flexible, <laughs> though, to, like, if you need, like, hey, I might have to pick my kid up from school. Yeah, yeah. Right? I can be there. Yeah. But. I definitely work more, and I think most people do end up, I, well, I think you have two t- types of people, too, that, you know, you either work a lot more because you're just, your office is five steps away, or it's hard for you to stay focused. Yeah. And, and with COVID, you've got kids at home and animals and husbands and Yeah, it was much harder when like, everything shut down initially. Oh, my God. Because now I have a wife and two kids and a dog at home. Yeah. I'm like, like, this sucks. (laughs) I really want to be in the office. I totally get that. Okay. Let's face it. (laughs) Tell us what that is. Oh, the coolest thing I've ever done in my career, honestly. It's, I really yeah, think tell, it, tell it is. Tell us where, what it is and then where the idea came from and how it all came together. Yeah. So, uh, George Floyd happened and I'm watching it and I think I felt like everybody else where it's like. I don't want to just post a picture or like words on social media. Like I want to do something because this can't keep happening. And I just felt so confused and sad. I didn't know what to do. So um, I have some very firm beliefs that stories are healing. Like if you can hear someone else's story about how they got there, like it can be so powerful and just dialogue. So um, my first idea was to just do a town hall. I'm like, I'm just going to get people together to at least give them a platform to tell their stories. 
and to prove to our entire community that we can talk about hard shit and it doesn't need to end in you're racist, you're bigot, I hate you, and all of that, right? Like, we got to talk about these things in order to, to find solutions. So what started as a small town hall, I started calling people, hey, will you help me with this? And no one said no to me. What kind, and what kind of like, people, did you kind of have a list that you had yeah, created that yeah. these, that you, in your mind, these are going to be good? Yeah, I wanted super yeah. diverse. I wanted people from very different backgrounds to come together and to talk about really, you know, hard things. So our very first one was on police and civilian tensions. Oh yeah, so it started as a town hall and it expanded into a five-part series where we focused on five different topics. When you started and had the town hall, did you start recording all of that? Oh, I didn't even do all... the town hall. So it, oh, I was like, okay. this is what I'm going to do. And everyone, so the feedback that I got when I was calling people, they were like, it's a lot of emotions and things to cover. Like, we should break it up. And like, you know, I think you yeah, should do two. Yeah, and so then it just yeah. kind of evolved from like this small town hall idea to this five-part series. And so, yeah, to answer your question, that's kind and of And these five-parts, these are still live kind of group discussions yeah. that you would record, but it would be, okay, so it's not... Yeah. Yeah, so it was like a live webinar, and people would um, join and watch the panel discussions, and you could submit questions to the different panelists, and there was always, the, the thing that really shocked me is the dialogue that would happen within the chat box. It was very, very active, and just people would have these like crazy aha moments, and just to hear stories of you know, these individuals, and they got super vulnerable and would share things, and we talked about really, really hard stuff. Um, the first one was on police and civilian tensions, and I had a black police officer, a white police officer. Well, he's Mexican-American. Um, a guy, his name's uh, Tango Towns. He was, like, from the hood, came out to Utah to play football, um, completely changed his life from sports and lives here. And um, another, a, a, she's a black woman, not from Utah. She came, um, lives in Utah But these others were now. from Utah? Yeah. Okay. No, actually kind of all over, actually. Okay. Yeah, and then came together and we talked about police and civilian tensions and should we defund the police, should we not defund the police and experiences that you have. Because at this point, you know, with George Floyd and everything that had happened, there was a lot of discussion around, well, that's not even real. Like, I, you know, I don't, police, you know, that doesn't happen. It only happens one or two times. And I'm like, you guys need to understand that's not the case. Like, I don't even, you know, I'm from Utah. I could tell you stories that aren't even bad about things that happened to me. And I don't think all police officers are bad, but we got to acknowledge that, like, there's enough things that go on that there is a problem. It yeah, needs to be addressed. There's bad eggs. I mean, there's you bad know, eggs everywhere. Yeah. Right? It doesn't, yeah. Yeah. So just because you're a cop doesn't mean you're a good person. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think um, just highlighting that and then just talking through how to fix it, how to come together. And just because one thing happened bad doesn't mean that they're all bad. You know, they're out there putting their lives on the line. So we did a donation. We tried to raise some funds and we did a little um, to give back to the Utah Black Chamber and then also the 1033 Foundation that's here in Utah. And they have um, they all their funds go to the families of fallen officers. So it was really like. I want to give back, I want to educate, and I want to have tough conversations. So one of them we did was like um, uncomfortable race conversations, and we like dove into things like, why is it okay for black people to say the N-word and it's not okay for white people? Like really uncomfortable yeah. things. Yeah. Or like, How was that? If I say this, it was good. And, and people had very different <laughs> perspectives, right? Like I, I only sat on one panel, everybody else, and it was the one about um, these kinds of things in the workplace. So on that panel, it was interesting. You know, there are some people that had the viewpoint that it's like taking power back, and that's why I can say it. And it's our, you know, they just had that view. And there were other people that were like, "Well, 
you know, I, and on my side of it, which is like, my dad was like, you are never going to say that word. Like you're never going to, because what will happen is you're going to say it joking with your friends. And then one of your white friends is going to say it to you and you're going to be pissed off and you're going to have no reason to be pissed off. You are going to have no grounds to stand on. So we just don't say it. Um, but there are other people that feel very differently about it, you know? So it was really cool to see that dialogue and that conversation. And, um, you know, there was someone in the chats that had said, I'm white, I'm from Utah, and I hate it when people call me a hick. And then there was like this whole conversation around that where it was like, well, like, and how is that any different? And it's like, okay, well, <laughs> there is some very major differences, yes. I think, there. Yeah. Um, a hick doesn't come with, if you say that to someone, no, it's not nice, and yes, you're gen generalizing, you're putting them in a group, but it doesn't come with years and no, years no. of, and that you even know, close, and it, that even doesn't even touch the same caliber of group. Yeah, and, but and I can history, understand. Yeah. Even though you can't dis you can't disregard somebody's feelings. Right. Like, you can't feel that way. Yeah. But you can educate them and just how why it how it is yeah. different. Yeah, right? why it's different. That's and interesting. I was so proud of this person for speaking up because she just wanted to know. Like it's just, you know, and she, it it was like that was being her being very vulnerable to be able to ask that question to a bunch of, you know, black people <clears throat> and white people and all over. And their response was kind and genuine. And let's talk about can, this. Can I ask you a quick question? Yeah, so yeah. you, this is, let's say this question's asked in the chat. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Is yeah. that would be a chat? But you have people speaking live on like a zoom yeah. or, or whatever type yeah. of software. Yeah. You know, the, the combination, I just don't know, the combination of that allows that person to type a question that can be understood exactly. Yeah. And then it takes away the ridiculous typing response. Oh, the you know what keyboard warrior. The keyboard yeah. warriors, right? So it takes away the keyboard warrior, great word, great term, versus somebody with tone in their yeah. voice and yeah. stories and exp explaining I think that combination yeah. is no. I mean, Facebook doesn't do that. Yeah. But they probably should, yeah. or you know, at least have a tool for that. But that's amazing because it allows the question to be asked, yeah. and then somebody to not freak out, and then to actually explain it in their yeah. own words. Yeah, very interactive, and that's what yeah. I loved about it. And at the very beginning, I said the same thing each time. Or I would say, like, listen, these people have put their reputations and their lives, like people are losing their jobs for speaking up on the things that they feel yeah. about these issues. And so I'm not dealing with your shit. If you come in here and you have a bad attitude or if you're being rude or mean, like we're kicking you out. Like that is not what this is about. This is about sharing stories and coming. If you have questions, ask questions. Be inquisitive when you come. And we didn't have any issues. I think there was a couple people that got a little saucy sometimes, but the majority, like, it just, no yeah, one just got into it. It, it was like, okay, really whatever. There was one, there was a couple inside, people. Like they're, they're trying, they're, they're purposely trying to yeah. incite some type of There were a couple friction. people yeah, uh -huh, in the chats that did that and no one engaged. And Good. so we didn't, I never had to kick anyone out. There was never any issues. And we, I mean, those are really uncomfortable, hard conversations. Yeah. And so I loved it. It was the best experience of my entire life. So what I realized and the feedback I got from all of that is there, you know, I would get, I probably got hundreds of people reaching out to me with like letters and phone calls and this is all the things that I've experienced and thank you so much for, you know, this. And they wanted to get to know the panelists more and their stories because we had some really cool people with really yeah. awesome backgrounds. And what, so. Yeah, what's, um, what was the gal's name from Progressive? 
Connie Washington. Washington. You oh, know Connie? I don't know her personally, you, but I've heard nothing but great things about she's her. She's amazing. She's yeah. absolutely amazing. To. We had her on the we had her on the podcast, and uh, anyway, I, I think your your ideas in some of the direction you're going is is aligned 100. Oh, percent And she's cool. you know she's I mean she was old. I mean she's not old. I mean she was older. I mean probably like late 40s. No, what did we determine she was? I think we I think we thought she was late forties, maybe yeah, she was I thought older. she was in like her thirties. Yeah, yeah. Maybe she's gonna like watch this like, and be like, Did you just call me old? <laughs> no, no, she she knows the context of it. <laughs> yeah. Like we were looking at with like, oh my gosh, no, no way you're over thirty nine. Uh, and she's like, Oh boy, I got fifteen yeah. years on that. This is something <laughs> yeah. crazy. But anyway, I just wanted to bring her name up as as she was amazing to talk to and she was yeah. she was also inspired by George Floyd yeah. um, to to do to take action, right? And yeah. Do do a few things, but anyway, just remember her name if yeah. you ever. Very cross, similar. Yeah. Grew, grew up in Utah, lived in like Philadelphia and some other places, and then back to Utah. So she's kind so of seen. She seriously she's sent me an, a LinkedIn request today. I'm gonna no add her. Way. I swear, I haven't approved it do yet, it. and I'm yeah. gonna she, add, I think add she's, her. I think she's, like, she's great. destined for us yeah. to meet. Yeah. I'm excited. So you did a like a five part series with this. Yes, I did a five part series with this, and um. I had a couple rough weeks after that happened. You know, my I had an uncle pass away. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I had two uncles pass away, a dear friend, a horse. And, like, I had a crazy five weeks. It was That's really crazy. So I took wild. some time off. Yeah, it was really wild. So I am going to launch a podcast with Let's Face It. And what yes. I realized throughout all of this is that it's just we need to have conversations about the stuff that we all avoid. And in Utah, we are all, it's like, just going to stuff that on a shelf and not look at it, you know? And all of these concepts, because I'm, you know, COVID is the same thing. It's polarizing just as the Black Lives Matters versus All Lives Matter. Like, you're on one end or the other, and it is Mm -hmm. causing all sorts of tension and fight. Like, we need to have conversations about this. We need to face these things. Um, the next part that I'm really going to dive into is addiction and like mental health in, in the work, not in the workplace, but just in general. I think that's what let's face it is going to focus on next. So is it going to be, that's going to be the structure of it is kind of these little series. Like, so this was a five part Mm -hmm. and you you did your five, you did, you did the whole, all five parts as you you designed. Okay. The next one's going to be addiction. Mm -hmm. So you'll just have these little segments that you'll jump in for like five episodes, whatever each one. Yep. And we'll pick a different charity to try and raise money and give back to. Um, but it's all the whole premise is about addressing things that we all have to deal with in our lives. Like, and for me, like addiction here in Utah is crazy and no one wants to talk about it, but I don't know anybody that either hasn't suffered it from it themselves or had a direct family member that has had some very serious issues with it. And so it's super important to me. It means a lot <laughs> um, to me to kind of bring some light to that and help out. So that's going to be my next focus. I'm going to go a different route with it because I think a lot of people focus on the addict, which, of course, you need to. Um, but <laughs> the families get so messed up of oh, addicts, yeah. and there are no resources for them. So let's face it, is focusing on that next. I'm going to focus on providing resources to family members and to the kids of addicts, the spouses, the moms, the dads, mm-hmm. like all those people. I don't think they get a voice. You know, they, they're there for their loved one. But when you go through that and you're worried every day, like, is this person going to make it? Are they alive? Are they not alive? What's going Like, it's just, it's. It jacks you up. And I know firsthand, I've been through it, you know, unfortunately, uh, 
from that perspective and each time I sit back and I'm like wow there's this person gets to go away and get health and get better and the family doesn't the like family what stays are the behind and yeah there's Al-Anon yeah we have Alan like the family members can go to Al-Anon but that's it there's no like retreat or spa or intense therapy to deal with these things for them and so you want to talk about breaking cycles right because addiction is it's it's hereditary well, how can we do that if we don't address these family members that are watching their kid, you know, their their dad went to rehab five times or, you know what I mean, their mom right. passed away from an overdose. Like, what what do they have? Yeah. And so that's that's my focus. So are you, you're spearheading this, this project is just you, it's your, it's your deal, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's my baby. That's it's definitely, amazing. it's my passion. I think through this last one, what I found is I think Sometimes, not to go all spiritual woo-woo on you, and whatever you believe is fine. Um, but I think, yeah, I think I was placed on this earth to help people, and not me personally. I don't think I have all of the answers, but I have a pretty cool network of people that I think I can pull together right. to be really amazing resources for these problems that nobody wants to talk about. Yeah. So that's the that's the goal. Do you have we'll see. a timeline? Like, do you know when you're going to start? I already started. You've already started. I've already started. Okay. Yeah, so we're putting the curriculum together, and then hopefully we can launch something like beginning of October. Okay. So that's, that's the awesome. goal. We'll look out for it. I'm excited. Yeah, I'll definitely <laughs> share it with you. And I want to do, you know, I think I'll probably start with something free for families just because I want to get it out there. And it's super important to me this time of year because we have, everybody knows the statistics show that suicide and mental health issues skyrocket over the holidays and, and you throw a top pandemic. Of it's be, like it's just going to be, yeah, like it is it's gonna be my mission to, to provide some support to the families. So how are you doing donations? Are you having people pay to watch these yeah, so series people, and seminars and stuff or mm-hmm. is it just Hey, if you can donate, donate. Yeah, if you can donate, donate is kind of how we did it. We're working on kind of fine-tuning that model. I just filed my 501c, so it will be a nonprofit. So you can donate, and it will be a tax write-off, which will be super awesome. So that's getting in place. And, yeah, I don't know. I think it will be, I mean, maybe I can bribe people into donating if they get it right off on their taxes. (laughs) That's right. Well, no, I don't think it'll be that hard. I think it'll be good. No, I mean, it's a it's a good cause. <clears throat> yeah. I don't think it'll be hard for you to. Yeah. Thank you. Get donations. You're doing awesome things. That's amazing. Thank you. That's Thank really you. great. Okay. Trying. Yeah, I'm. Um, I must say, I'm. I'm. It's kind of interesting. I don't know. Like, I'm just trying to find the words to describe. Like, I think how amazing thing the amazing things you're doing. Oh, yeah. Thank you. And it's just it's it's so good. I and I. You're only, it's, only, it's inspiring, actually. I think that's the word I was looking for. Like, I feel like I need to, I need to do something after talking to you the last hour and a half. And so I, I think you're right. I think you, you're, you are on this earth to help people, and not only to help people maybe that are in a tough, tough spot, but even I just, I, I'm overwhelmed. I really think that like helping people also take action. Yeah. That are in an okay spot that yeah. can do stuff. Yeah. yeah. They can. Like you're like you're leading out. Like it's just yeah. it's awesome. Because like you said, a lot of people like you just don't know what to do. Yeah. Want to do something, don't. but I'm not sure where to start, what to do. So I think it's a great avenue to at least yeah. start getting involved in the conversations, donations. I hope so. It's awesome. I just want to help our community. I think there's a lot of people that are just struggling right now for a lot of different reasons and it's like dang, you know, I have a <laughs> I went through all these really hard things the last few months and 
Like I got to call up three of my friends that are clinical psychiatrists that are calling me and just to check in on me. Hey, how are you going? You know, you're doing, there's a lot of trauma and things. And so I'm super lucky. And I, and I've been able to do that because of just my profession in HR yeah. and working with benefits. And then you end up meeting all these different people. Right. And so I feel super blessed that I've had that. And I just feel like you got to give back because there's yeah. so many people that just don't have access to call and say, I need someone to talk to right. or I need to know where to go or how, how do I deal with this? So well, good for you. You're awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, very Thank you awesome. Guys. All right. Oh. Do, you know, do you know how this works? Uh, <laughs> uh, would you ever, right? <laughs> would you rather? Would you, you rather? rather? Dang yeah, it. Rather Sorry. Okay. No, would you good. rather? So, <laughs> yeah, let's play this. We'll do some I'm would ready. you rather. We've been doing, I'm going to give you some lyric to some songs. Okay. You good with music? Mm. You better throw me another slice. Mm, but I'm so bad at. But I'm really good with lyrics. Yeah, like I can remember yeah. lyrics to every song, but well, I always it is, forget. It is very difficult, them. especially when I'm not in tune right with the song. When I'm just mm-hmm. it's just like reading poetry. Okay. It's hard, but I got three songs for you. Okay. I went. I went back a little bit. I think you're gonna get some of these, if not all three. I think. I think you might get all three. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm okay, Pressure, pressure. <laughs> I hate being put on the spot like this. <laughs> I think I did it again. I made you believe we're more than just friends. Oh baby, it might seem like a crush, Brittany. but it doesn't mean I'm <laughs> serious. Brittany, bitch. <laughs> Can I say that? <laughs> yeah. What song? Brittany. Oops, I, know, I did song? it again. Yeah. Right? Okay. <laughs> Pause like she didn't get it. <laughs> Well, yeah, okay. He had to Never really mind. think Maybe about if I was getting up. those points. Yeah, yeah I should be like, no, that's not it. She's going to make me be like, oh, sad. Okay, next one. You might been hurt, babe. That ain't no lie. You've seen them all come and go. I remember you told me that it made you believe in no man, no cry. Maybe that's why every little thing I do never seems enough for you. No man, no cry, like Bob Marley? That's not it, but it does say that, yeah, that's not who it is. I don't know. Think that of one. the same era as Britney. What? Some boys. JT. Boys? Group boy band. Yeah. Backstreet? Close. In, In sync. I was a Backstreet Boys fan. I'm not going to lie. I went to their concert. Mm. I was going to do Backstreet Boys. I should have. I'm sorry. It's gonna. <laughs> it's gonna be me as the song in sync. Oh, oh, it's gonna be me. Man. See, yeah. It's, see, it's like you're reading it so slow, and that's just a fast song. Yeah. Can you sing Upbeat. it a little? <laughs> uh, after. I won't. I won't do it while it's being recorded. Okay. <laughs> okay. If you want my future, forget my past. If you want to get with me, you better make, better it, make it fast. Spice Girls. <laughs> there we go. See, three lines in. She's got it. Yeah. Okay. Two for Spice three. Spice Girls was my jam. I got a Spice Girls calendar in like fifth grade <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. That's good. There we go. Well, thank right. you guys. Two out of Thanks three. for oh. having me. Oh, oh we got more. Hold on. Oh, you have oh, more. Yeah, oh, have yeah. No, no. That was just that was just lyrics. We got Would You Rather's now. Okay, lyrics. Okay. Two out of three. I, yeah. I'm but, no, I'll take know. that. My first question is uh, toilet paper over or under. Over all okay. day long, weirdos. Over. Under. Thank you. Over. Yeah. 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 Who doesn't under? Who you like? Because then it's my yeah. kids. Yeah. Then it gets lost. My kids and they're not what they're raising doing. them right. I try. <laughs> I try. All right. So we have one. Would you rather that we ask every time? Yeah. Okay. So, would you rather have Tiger Woods take out his driver and swing it as hard as he could right at your shin? Ooh. Or Barry Bonds takes his home run bat, swings a home run swing right to the middle of your back. 
Shin all day long. Shin. That's quick. <laughs> Shin. Quick. Are you Love kidding? Because I, okay, I had a friend. Um, he got hit in the face with a baseball bat in high school. And it, like, everything, like, sh- I don't know how he didn't yeah. die. Seriously. But that, your back, you would not be walking. Your yeah. knee. You're taking the shin. I'll take Tiger Woods, yeah. Okay. Well, I should not say that ever. I will not. <laughs> I'll take Tiger Woods, yeah. To the, <laughs> that's not going anywhere good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh. I like this. I like this one. Would you rather have your breath smell like a bad fart mm. or have your laugh sound like a fart? Sound like a fart. <laughs> like, that would be funny. So every time you laugh, it's going to sound like uh, a fart. But yeah. you could excuse that. Like, smells. <laughs> oh, like, you can't, like, talk that away. <laughs> what was the first one again? Your have your breath smell <laughs> like a bad fart. Or and you can't ever cover that up. Like, there's just... <laughs> like, no, uh, never. That would never be good. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! If you could, you would never want to laugh. Like you would not want to be happy. Because no. I think if your laugh sounded like a fart, you would make other people laugh. So maybe you would just be a happy person. Yeah. But no one's like, if you had bad breath and you're laughing, like bad breath is never good. That's true. Okay. I like it. I guess that's, that's why a it's tough one, bad man, breath. <laughs> Would you rather have your fiance's haircut or have your fiance have your haircut? What's it? What does his hair look like? What oh, is he doing? Short. Short. I think he could probably pull off a man bun. I would hate it though, every minute of it. But I think he could <laughs> you probably. You can't get rid of your hair. Yeah, there's no way. I don't. I would not. So look, you I want would, him to have your haircut? Yeah, for sure. Okay. I'd look like a man. I think if I had short hair, <laughs> I would. It wouldn't be good. <laughs> no. uh, would you rather have only one eyebrow or no eyelashes? My fake eyelashes. Um, Oh, see, I just lost one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, one eyebrow or no eyelashes. Or no eyelashes. We stumped her. Unibrow. We stumped her. Like one one unibrow so I can wax it, right? No, 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 no. no. You can't shave it. Just one. Just one. Oh, just one side. Yeah, just one. Not unibrow. Not unibrow, just one eyebrow. Oh, man. Or no eyelashes. And you can't you can't paint, you can't paint at all. Eyelashes are a thing, okay? I get these things done religiously. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but girls tattoo eyebrows on their face. Yeah. Oh, I guess maybe I would do no eyelashes because I could glue these suckers on. No eyelashes, okay. During COVID, uh, my fiance saw me for the first time without fake eyelashes. I was like, "Are you sure you still want to go down this route?" <laughs> and he's still here. He's still here. Okay, I don't know. you got a winner. <laughs> Okay. Tell me his name is it Josh? Josh. Okay. Would you rather find out that Josh cheated on you on the Jerry Springer show <laughs> or get a divorce on Judge Judy? Jerry Springer, Springer all day. All day. Springer, Jen, my Cardi Springer, B would come out. Springer, I would be yeah. like, <laughs> that's yeah. where Cardi B would come out. That's show. right. Yeah, you'd have yeah. <laughs> Sydney B. Oh, yeah. Sydney J- B versus Cardi B. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Would you rather get $10,000 now mm-hmm. or find a penny every time you reach into your bucket for the rest of your life? A penny every time. Oh, wow. No, 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 no. $10,000. <laughs> I had to do the math for a second. <laughs> I mean, it's like you could just be in your all day, all day long. Penny, that was penny, my every mind paid every day. Yeah, right? <laughs> you every. Pennies. Every. Pennies. Every. No, yeah, no, no. I'll go ahead and What was take the one them. you asked before? Uh, would you rather get $50,000 now 
just direct deposit into your bank account or $500,000 in pennies that you can't cash in. Well, you can't take it to the bank. Like you can't take it to the bank and be like, hey, give you me cash. You just have to it's go, like, yeah, take your pennies and pay stuff. Yeah. Buy stuff with pennies. That would suck. <laughs> but it would be so funny. I'm taking the pennies. <laughs> 500K in pennies. I like it. Uh, I'm taking the pennies. Would you rather encounter dinosaurs or aliens? Aliens, because dinosaurs, like we know they were here. I do aliens. Perfect. I like that. Right? Perfect. Okay. Uh, would you rather only be able to use a spoon or fork to eat with for the rest of your life? Mm, a small spoon. Small spoon. Okay. I don't Not like big one. utensils. Not um, what's your favorite food? Sweet potato pie. Sweet potato pie. Okay. Would you rather get food poisoning uh, every time after eating sweet potato pie? Or never eat sweet potato pie again. Never eat it again. Never eat it again. I hate puking. You're just done with it. Yeah. Out. That's why I never did drugs. Because <laughs> I was afraid to throw up. <laughs> That's the truth. Okay. Would you rather have the arms of a gorilla? Okay, like long, like down to the ground. Okay. Or but they're buff. Yeah, like big, <gasps> right, yeah. big gorilla. Crush or skull. the arms of a raccoon. <laughs> Just little guys, just kind what? of walking around. <laughs> <laughs> As a woman, I think I'm going to go with little ones. Little raccoon? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> It'd be a good choice. It would be. I don't know if I, yeah. I don't know if the strength, the, the only thing I could go to with the grill arms would be the strength. Strength. That's the yeah. benefit. But dude, yeah. no, they're just too, I think I might go small arms. I think, yeah. No one's taking like a ball from you or anything ever. Dude, dude no one's still in my ball. Yeah. That's for sure. No one's taking my drink. All right. Away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, last one. Would you rather sweat mayonnaise, but but never smell? Okay, you just sweat, just mayo, right? But it doesn't stink. Or you never sweat, but you smell like garlic all the time. Garlic. You're choosing the garlic. How do you clean stink? that up? How do you wear <laughs> any shirts? Well, like it's like you just you work out at home. Yeah, but what you if you're just sitting in the sun watching a football game and you you got mayonnaise everywhere? You're at the you oh might, yeah, yeah you imagine might, this. You're oh in Mexico, my. laying at the yeah, beach in my cute new bikini, and, just, and I'm like, you're a white yeah. sorry, <laughs> like dude, it's like built-in like sunscreen. <laughs> you could come make a sandwich every minute yeah. out of my. It's like built-in. You're never gonna get burned. No. You just take it and just. You could just like I could I would end up being a chef and be like I smell like this because I'm in the kitchen all the time or something, right? Like you just say you sweat sunscreen. I might choose that. No. <laughs> I could see how you might want to <laughs> so sweat sunscreen. I, I, if I sweat sunscreen, uh, perfect. SPF like, 80 amazing. all day long. SPF 50 coming and just, oh, it's dripping. Oh, let's just rub that in. <gasps> oh, do you burn really easy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Redhead. Ginger for life just burns for life. There's no tan. Oh, no just red and then back to normal. It is. It's red and white. Yeah, it's funny. No tan. Yeah. Awesome. Oh my God. Cindy Bruce, you're awesome. Thank you. You Cindy guys Bruce. are so great. Inspiration, honestly. Inspiration. You're Thank amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. This was great. And cut. Cut. Oh.